Welcome to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. I'm co-editor Joe Abraham, and here are today's top stories. Sullivan County is once again coming second to last. The county currently stands at a 35.7% response rate to the 2020 U.S. Census, compared to 62.8% for the state. The only county below Sullivan is Hamilton County at 18.7%. Some of the towns with the lowest response rates currently are Bethel, Fremont, and Fallsburg. County officials are sending out a call for residents to respond to the census by the time it closes on September 30th. Dan Hoost, co-chair of the Sullivan County Complete Census Count Committee, said that the committee has launched a series of videos and other outreach events to spur responses to the census. Census Bureau employees are out and about knocking on doors and talking to people, but we've been dealing with folks who are fearful of talking to the government and giving them their information, who said, quote, by the law, this information can only be used for the census. It can't be used for anything else. You don't have to wait to receive a paper census form in the mail. You can fill it out online at www.my2020census.gov or fill it out over the phone in English at 1-844-330-2020 or in Spanish at 1-844-468-2020. The Bethel community continues to mourn as Daryl Yates, a town constable, died unexpectedly last Wednesday at the young age of 53. According to Town of Bethel Supervisor Dan Stern, Yates was a full-time constable in the town for somewhere between 8 and 10 years. Quote, as a Bethel constable, every time there was a fire ambulance call, he always answered, said Stern. Daryl was very close with first responders. He was well-liked, and it's really devastating because he was so young. He always seemed like such a good kid with a big heart, and he did such a good job. The outpouring of support is well-deserved. Mark Pinnell of the Kanyanga Lake Fire Department also shares a story about Yates, which he felt encompassed how much pride Yates took in being a police officer for the town of Bethel. We also spoke to members of the White Lake Fire Company, Smallwood Mongup Valley Fire Department, and one of Yates's co-workers as a constable. Words used to describe him are top-notch guy, true professional, and that he was a big brawn guy with a big brawn smile and a big brawn heart, who has touched the lives of many that he's come in contact with. Shifting gears, last week village elections took place, and in the village of Monticello, a new mayor has been elected. George Nicolatos held his lead against incumbent Gary Somers to become the next mayor in the village. After absentee ballots were counted on Friday, Nicolatos had garnered 473 votes compared to Somers 281. Nicolato said, I'm very honored and excited to be elected mayor. I look forward to working with my colleagues to move the village of Monticello forward as there are many exciting projects and opportunities on the horizon. There is much interest in the village at the moment and it is up to us to capitalize on it. The Sullivan County International Airport has been added to the state Superfund program this month as a site that presents a significant threat to public health and or the environment. According to the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation, Sampling of soil, and potable and non-potable water supply wells at and near the facility has indicated the presence of PFAs. PFAs are a group of chemicals used to make fluoropolymer coatings and products that resist heat, oil, stains, grease, and water, such as Teflon. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, many chemicals in this group have been a concern because they do not break down in the environment can move through soils and contaminate drinking water sources, and they build up in fish and wildlife. Staff writer Isabel Braverman has more on today's front page. In other news, 
Back in March, little Lucy Rose Bishop started to feel ill. Her mom, Jennifer, said her Lucy was running a fever, not eating or drinking, getting dehydrated, and vomiting a lot. After several doctor visits, Jennifer says an amazing nurse at Garnett Health Medical Center pushed for her to get an ultrasound, and that's when they found the tumor. Lucy was diagnosed with stage 4 neuroblastoma, a childhood cancer that affects 1 in 7,000 children under the age of 5. Treatment includes chemotherapy and stem cell transplants, both of which Lucy is receiving at Westchester Medical Center. So far, the community has raised more than $17,000 to help Lucy and her family. To donate, checks can be made out to the Lock Sheldrake Fire Department at P.O. Box 1005, Lock Sheldrake, New York, 12759. And as you continue to flip through the pages of the Democrat, as we do every Tuesday, we take you back in history with our Down the Decades and Look Back at This Day in Sports columns. Give it a read and get lost in time. You'll also find our latest health and wellness special publication, giving you the latest in health news in today's newspaper. That concludes today's podcast. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, to listen to more podcasts, such as this one, you can listen on our SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and Spotify pages. We'll catch you on Friday when we once again take you through the day's top stories. But until then, grab your sweater and some pumpkin spice and enjoy the first day of fall.